What's up, everybody? We're back with part two, interviewing Calvin. You know, we uh, we just left off. We were asking him a few questions, but I think we're gonna, you know, we're gonna dive dive a little bit deeper than just you know, like you play football. That's really cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're you're also a human being, yeah, <laughs> as well. But uh, yeah, I'll just we'll just start off with where we picked where we stopped at. Just a couple more questions, and then we'll we'll dive pretty deep. But uh, yeah, like. You guys went to a bowl game this year. Like, what was what was that experience like? Uh, like, getting, you know, you got your first start. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like, what was like, what were the emotions going through your head? Like, what were you crazy. thinking? It was one hundred percent crazy. So, people know about like the bowl game itself, mm-hmm. but one thing that I didn't really know was like the whole trip around it. Because you show up there like four days before the bowl game. So we left for Arizona. I'm like, oh, I can't even tell you the day. It was like four or five days before um, before the bowl game. So they have all this trip stuff set up for us to practice there. We practice at the Giants spring training facility. Damn. So we practice on baseball fields. So it's kind of nice. Like we got used to yeah. it. Um, and we practice on grass. For like it was like three practices. Mm. So I was good to get used to since we're normal. Yeah. Like I'm used to turf. Um, but it was a really fun experience. They give us a lot of free time. So in Scottsdale and Phoenix, we were just kind of going around exploring. Went to the mall a couple of days. Um, and then they have some events set up, like main event, um, going to places like that, which is pretty fun. Um, tried to play some golf down there. It never <laughs> happened. Um, but overall, it was an amazing experience. Like leading up to the game, I wasn't very nervous. Like So going into I knew it was going to be my first start. Like, Going into the game, coach told me I knew I was starting, and coach said just be ready to rotate. Like if it ever gets to a point where um, you you might be a little frazzled, or I I just notice you like you know, making some mistakes and stuff like that. Like we'll rotate you. Like and so that's what he kind of planned on. Like to the right side or no? Just I would just go out and take a drive okay. off or something yeah. like that. Just maybe switch off drives okay. with yeah. another guy. Um, so going into it, like I was. I stayed pretty calm. Like I was proud of how I handled myself through the whole process because it was really easy for me to get nervous. Um, but I think the whole lead up and bowl, um, bowl prep is like two, three weeks long. So it wasn't like a situation where, bam, I'm thrown in and I got four days yeah. before we play yeah. the game. So I got a full like three weeks of practices to get ready. So that helped a lot. And I'm playing around. I probably played next to Mike Ford who is amazing. He was super good for me. I could literally just ask him any questions if mm-hmm. I ever was, mm-hmm. you know, forgot something. Or um, So he was a great help for me. Um, so I, I went into it pretty confident. Yeah. Like I, the, another offensive tackle who was injured, who's a veteran guy, um, talked to me about, like, the emotions I'm going to feel and how my legs are going to feel dead when I first go out there. And, um, but I felt pretty confident going into it. It all felt like a movie, really, to be honest. Like, I remember going out there. So we played in the Diamondback Stadium, which was an indoor stadium. So the lights, like big LED lights, super lit up field. It was an awesome environment. And I remember getting set in my first stance. And the guy in front of me, you know, he wears like silver helmets, like chrome. And the lights were reflecting off of it. It was so crazy. It did not feel real. Um, but overall, it was an amazing experience. Like, and then winning the game, just being able to play confident, like because we were making plays. 
Um, and then knowing that my family and my grandparents were there, Joel was like, there. It was, <laughs> you saw him on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was actually really fun. Um, that I'll never forget that moment for That's sure. Awesome. That's just awesome that you even got to like, like you can just say that you did that. Yeah. Like I like you could never play down a football again, and like you still got that experience. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And being on a trip like that with all yeah. your teammates, like got a lot closer with my teammates mm-hmm. and coaches too yeah it's just overall really fun yeah that's awesome all right this is the real question this is like the best question i have for you <laughs> you know you you played basketball growing up you yeah. played with like a lot of really good shooters okay what's like who's the best shooter you ever played with okay. like when you played <laughs> basketball that's a really no it's actually an easy question yeah, yeah it's, it's <laughs> like, i would hope it's easy so if i can't say myself <laughs> oh, yeah. no, okay it's got to be Aiden J. Baker. Oh, stop. <laughs> no, I play with a lot of shooters. Um, I tell people I'm a hooper at heart. Mm-hmm. So I may be a big football player, but really, yeah. if I knock some rust off, you might see a prime Nikola Jokic. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. I get out there. Yes. Um, but yeah, one of the best teammates, Aiden J. Baker, man. No, that wasn't a real question. <laughs> this is the real question. You know, as a as a high level D one athlete, you know, power five school, like how do you humble yourself? Like before you know, like before God, before like all your teammates. Like I know if I was um like in your position, like I know it'd be hard to yeah. like you know, like I you know, I'm really cool. Like I play D one football. <laughs> but like sure. But, like how do you handle that? That's a good question. Um I would say some of it just comes naturally. I've never felt like I'm a very proud guy. Like, I have a prideful side of me. I mean, I think everybody does. Where it's easy to think super highly of yourself, think you're better than other people. But I feel like just the way I was raised, the house I was raised in, um, I feel like I was blessed with just, like, growing up humble. And I didn't have, like, a rough, like, start to life. Like, I was brought up in a great house, but I just feel like... um, Overall, I've never been a super prideful guy, but having those experiences like that, it's easy to think of yourself like very highly. And um, but I don't know. I feel like I've always just had a you know a side to me where uh, at the end of the day, I know I'm you know, a sinner in need of Christ, and yeah. uh, whatever I do here, materialistic earthly life, like doesn't amount to what yeah. life. Heaven was going to be like. Yeah. So. No, exactly. Yeah. That's I think that's, I think it's an awesome, um, yeah, just vision because I like, got the same time, like you have to understand that God like uniquely created you six, seven mm-hmm. and an absolute unit like on the football field and to not take advantage of that and to glorify him while you're doing it. Like that just be a, a waste of how he created you. And I, I think a guy's like, you know, Kirk Cousins, CJ Stroud, Stroud. Yeah. like some of these dudes that like, you know, even the Tim Tebow era, um, like those are some really special opportunities and, you know, just whatever platform you have, mm-hmm. you know, we all have like really unique platforms, but you get like a cool one in the world of sports where, like you were saying, you got a lot of guys um, in the locker room where it's like, they just don't have those experience that that family they maybe weren't raised in church and you just like such a cool opportunity to like be a witness to them mm-hmm. and um if anything just like 
trying to live by the fruits of the spirit, which it looks like um, you're doing. So, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of going with that. What would you say is maybe just like the hardest thing with trying to balance? I'll say like the three things. Let's say football, faith, and school. Like your faith with Jesus. Like out of those three things, what's the hardest um, aspect of of trying to do all three to the best of your ability and like honor God in all three of them. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think uh, my schedule's pretty packed, so my days are pretty long, and like a huge part of my life right now is just football, making sure I'm in the best shape for football, making sure I'm understanding football, and at the same time, managing myself in the classroom. So it's easy to just flood your brain with that type of stuff mm-hmm. where it's easy to just like forget about what got me here mm-hmm. forget like my roots and making sure I'm you know like staying close with God like mm-hmm. consistently in my walk with God just not giving that up um like we have we do I have a I'm surrounded by some great guys in the locker room that help me with my journey um we have a player led Bible study mm-hmm. um that that's awesome. I'm a pretty big part of, and there's a couple, uh, shout out to our specialists, there's a, super, a few super faithful guys in that room that are super easy to just get along with. We hang out outside of football, at Bible studies and stuff like that. So they've helped me a lot. Um, I would say if I was in a locker room that didn't have people around me to hold me accountable yeah. in my faith, it may be a different story. Um, yeah. But So I'm super thankful for those guys um, that helped me balance that. Um, but just making sure I, I keep time to, um, to pray and, you know, continue to like yeah. further my walk with God. It's, it's definitely hard to do, but yeah. make sure it has to be done. Yeah. In the school environment, like you're just saying, uh, in the, the first part of this podcast, like you can be gone. I know this was over winter break, but a lot of the times when you travel, um, like when you go to games like far away, you probably leave like a day early, maybe mm-hmm. sometimes two days early. You might miss a full day of classes. Uh, is the university like pretty accommodating with like trying to get you, maybe if it's makeup work or like zoom in or um, how would you say like that is like when you're on the bus all day or yeah. still trying to to engage with your with your schoolwork and we classes? We have some like really good academic counselors. Like just having those people around, it helps a lot. So they're always on your butt making sure you yeah. get stuff in. Like yeah. especially like before we travel, if you don't have everything in, they have study halls the night before in the hotel to yeah. make sure you get your stuff in. Um, so that helps a lot. And just recently, like literally just as of this year, I think campus finally made a thing where athletes can have excused absences from class. So that I'm pretty glad that's a thing now because there was a there was a discussion class that I was in last semester that the discussion was always on Fridays. Yeah. So I would always miss those points. So thankfully we had a great teacher that would like or a professor that would help me like uh, do a makeup assignment for yeah. it. But I don't know if that was really a thing before like in past years. Yeah. So they it's, it hasn't been too tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. So it's not even remotely the same, but. Like, I was in marching band for two years. Like, we'd travel bowl game. Oh, yeah. We'd go, um, like, we went to the K-State game. And just, like, little things like that. Like, if I had, like, a crazy morning practice or um, any time where, like, I missed a decent amount of classes. And, like, you pretty much, 
had to go up to the teacher and like ask for permission. I think this is what you're talking about. Like they had 100% the right to be like, no, like this is the only time we're doing this. I don't have to give you extra work. So it's really those teachers, you're, you're just praying that they'll go out of their way to assist you in that. So it sounds like that's good that you can have excused ab- absences in those teachers like, you know, need to give you like the ability to, to make it up or sure. to do it. So that's awesome. And, and that's really good to hear because mm-hmm. I know that can be tough. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, that's really like all the questions that yeah. I have for you. I mean, like, I just got to say like, it's a, no, like, like just looking at you and like hearing like, like, I, like, we, like we don't like hang out like a bunch. Like yeah. I wouldn't say it all, but like, like, together. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like even like younger, it was like, like the amount of growth that I've like seen in you is like is like amazing. Like it's yeah. like you know I'm not I'm not talking about football, oh, so sure. it's like yeah, yeah I mean like your story, it's like it's like it's amazing. I mean like yeah, like do you want athlete? Like you have like everything that like every little kid like wishes. Yeah. So like like you know that's not like the riches the yeah. Mm-hmm. Of heaven so i mean like yeah, yeah i mean like sure. that's just yeah it's really yeah. really cool to see that's that's so awesome uh something that we do kind of like as we wrap up um all of our episodes with the people that we interview it's just like to kind of if, if you want to tell us like where you're at and maybe leave us with just some we say words of wisdom but it can be it can be anything maybe oh. just like some encouragement for our listeners who um i don't know um, might just be struggling in their their walk with Christ, like the position that you're in, and just how you can, uh, I don't know, yeah, just encourage yeah. our the people who are out there. One thing I would say in my position is having those people in your corner that can hold yeah. you accountable in your faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just keep on nurturing those relationships. Make sure those people stay close to you, because even I had someone like that had to leave my life that I was super close with, uh, within our faith, and it like it hurt a little bit. So, like, making sure you sustain the relationships and keep relationships with the people around you. They're going to help you grow in your faith the most. Because we can't do, we can't do this by ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate you yeah. you coming on here. Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for stopping by. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week. Yeah. Peace.